And welcome back to another edition of the Profit Roadmap. I'm Barry Duplessis alongside Cody Owen, as Bear. always. Bear. Yes. It's good to be back in studio with you, man. It really, really is. And it's good to have my intro back, too. I'd tell you, last time someone else did it and just wasn't very And good. it killed, let me tell you. I got so many text messages about how great that intro was. People saying, don't let Bear do it ever again. Cody intro king forever. Glad we didn't listen to them. Um, we're, but we are very excited to welcome back. He's real sensitive. Welcome back. That is intro. Director of training here at Service Autopilot, Mr. Chris Volpe. Hello, hello, hello. Master the Torb himself. God, stop that. Oh, really the, you know, like, he takes all of the, like, business knowledge that he's got and his, like, skills and leadership and, like, his talents as a father, and he just, like, merges it all together like a, like a, a Volptron. How do those boots taste? Just since you suck, I deliberately <laughs> set up a reference that you would understand. I went to your childhood. I had to go to Wikipedia to learn about Voltron in order to make that joke, <laughs> and then you just took a big old poop on it. Yes, I yes, enjoyed I did. it. I enjoyed <laughs> it, Cody. Anyway, <laughs> Voltron. Also, he's wearing Nike sneakers. Yeah, I think his boots are at home. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, you would know what he was wearing down. So, <laughs> since we're done, um, if we're done actually uh, going ahead and kissing the feet of our guests, hey, which I have enormous respect for, by the way. Doesn't sound like I would it. like to, no, I would like to point out that before I was interrupted by your Voltroni thingy, nerdy thing that no one cares about. I care about I, it. No, but I, I think, but I, Chris, I think director of training really doesn't sell you appropriately. You know, I think, because you- Do there, tell. There, well, there's so much more to your job here at Service Autopilot than actually training. You are in charge of the special services team. You are in charge of training, as we talked about. We, you are oversee automations, the report center. You're uh, a stakeholder. You're involved in other decisions with leadership. Uh, you now, uh, you now are overseer of the launch process, you, importation. Sure. You of hold the stakes. Are we grilling later? Sure. Yeah. You holding stakes? Nice. Yeah. Nice. Stakeholder with cheese on top of it. So, um, but maybe most importantly, uh, if I can do a plug, coffee. Yes. And that is best for last. Yeah, that is actually. Shouts out to the sponsor of this episode, Coffee Beans. <laughs> coffee beans are Arabica and other coffee words. You can pour them over, and you'll feel awake and alert you're all day. Coffee, coffee beans. You're gonna pour the coffee beans from Arabica. Over? You're gonna pour the coffee beans over, and that's what happens. You make coffee if you pour the coffee beans over. Yeah, you just like you just like lay on a platform, and then you just have <laughs> it, like a team of people come in and pour coffee beans all over your body. It so, astonishment it astonishes me that your 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 millennial self does not know how coffee is actually made. This is like a travesty. Hey, I have seen the like biological drawings uh, at like Starbucks where they like blow apart the coffee plant and yep. they explain to you what parts of the are the coffee bean. Did and you obtain any of that information or did you absorb it, any of it at all? Or is it just, you just saw a picture and you were like all giddy, like, I mean, about it was a really stuff. good line drawing. So I was pretty into the design of it. I know exactly which one you're talking about. 
Yeah, the one right over yeah. here on uh, Campbell you, 75. It's pretty and unlike cool. Cody, you know exactly what it means, Chris. Cool. So that's the, that's the point I'm trying to get to. So, By the way, that was a really weird visual of you laying down and people just pouring coffee beans on you. Right, exactly. That's kind of where I was going with that. But the, the <laughs> I'm in a robe. So <laughs> the the point that I wanted I wanted to use is that, that Chris, you you oversee a lot of what goes on here at Service Autopilot, and that is a, a absolute credit to you and the work that you've done here for our company. Hey, um, hey, Bear. Well, thank you. Hey, can I ask you one question real quick? Yeah. Hey, how do his Nike sneakers taste? Already jokes already been made. Dude. Zing. Nope, it's already been no, made. I got you. I used your own <laughs> words. I was using my words as a segue, which I'm about to get hey, into right Alyssa, now. Hey, Alyssa, you should cut this intro down. <laughs> like, just cut out all the parts where Bear was talking. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of Cody using Alyssa to edit this episode, and speaking of all your many duties, let's talk about the word delegation. Oh yes. So what a oh so that was a delectable thank, segue. Thank you. Appreciate that. So the. My point is, is that we've talked about on the show multiple times about being able to delegate your work. You can't do everything anymore and you need to find the employees, find the resources, find the, yep. the material, the equipment, the software, hint, hint, nudge, nudge, um, to, well, they've already found the software. That's true. Well, hopefully. And uh, to get the, we to get, get a lot of, a lot of people come through the, uh, profit roadmap podcast haven't quite found their way to the profit I mean, they've, maker they've service autopilot. Found it, but they haven't found it yet, if you yes. know what I mean. Yeah, exactly. like in an existential way. I got exactly. You. I there got you go. You. Yeah. So now, now we've hopefully taught them the valuable lesson of delegation. But let's let's actually put it into a good practice. Yeah. So again, just to reiterate, you're in charge of all these departments and all these very important departments here at Service Autopilot. So you obviously can't do everything within each department. So what is the secret to making sure that you delegate appropriately? Yeah, great question. <clears throat> so whenever I found out that we were going to be talking about delegation, I got really excited. He actually um, went to one of his underlings and said, hey, will you put together some notes about delegation for me? I'm doing a podcast interview about it and I really don't have time to, to look into it. Don't give them, don't give away all the secrets. Yeah. So I knew he did that. I just want to find out who wrote the notes. Yeah, let me uh, <laughs> so that we can have them on the show. So if if I'm reading from my notes, uh, no, um, no, yeah. So I got really excited uh, about delegation because it is everyone knows that word, but it's really really hard to do. So I know that we're gonna talk about how to delegate or how to make sure that you're delegating well, but I do kind of want to take a step back and just talk about delegation, if that's okay, talk about delegation in the first place, because it is, again, really hard to do. So uh, I want to I clarify that because I, I think a lot of people can beat themselves up that they're not a good delegator. Um, but it's especially hard for our members because a lot of our members are the owners, that they're the creators of, of this business. And as they grow, they, they kind of, they kind of have this, this paradox of, their owner operator and they need to get, you know, we've said this so many times on the podcast, they need to get, they, they need to get out of their business. They need to get out of what they do, what they created. And the way that you do that is by delegating. Um, so going back to square one, one really good succinct source uh, to learn how to delegate, you know, there's a million books out there, um, but I actually subscribe to uh, Harvard Business Review. They'll send you an email every day, just give you a little blurb 
um, just this little bite-sized piece. They have an article. If you Google... There to, will be a link in the show notes to this yes. article. No need for the Google. Okay. So true story. You actually subscribe or the person who wrote your notes subscribes? <laughs> <laughs> I wrote these notes myself. Why, good hey, sir. you have a login there that says joe.herbacek at serviceautopilot.com. <laughs> So I, I need to like I need to talk for like ten more minutes and then someone will come in and you know be my voice doppelganger so I can just delegate that out. No, but it's called "To Be a Great Leader, You Have to Learn How to Delegate Well." Very straightforward title, right? But it's a very very good Harvard Business Review article, um, and it talks about delegating. So um, there's a quote, if you guys will. I love quotations. If you guys will let me read this quote, I, this really, this this really. You got to do your best, uh, smart guy voice for a Harvard Business Review <coughs> quote. Okay, uh, who can we get? Like smart, can you put not that nerdy. Monocle can we get like, can we get like Morgan Freeman to to do this? Yeah, unfortunately, the podcast budget does not allow for Morgan Freeman narration. <sighs> Man, okay, what about that 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 new guy who does like the Arby's commercials? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Maybe Ving Rhames, you mean the new guy? I don't, I don't know his <laughs> guy, name. Okay, guy's like probably in his sixties. He's got a very, yeah, he's got yeah. a very. We have the meat exactly. Okay, so I yes, I will try to do my best. Whatever his name voice Ving is, Rames. He was in Mission Impossible. Like I all said, of them. It's other than I said, Chris. smart guy voice, and we got the spokesman <laughs> for Arby's. <laughs> okay, so the quote from Harvard says. Uh, while it may seem difficult, elevating your impact requires you to embrace an unavoidable leadership paradox. You need to be more essential and less involved. When you justify your hold on work, you're confusing being involved with being essential. I feel like you could have credited that yourself. To your, you know, you could have just credited yourself with that. That'd been fun. I wasn't going to Google it. No, yeah, that was totally Harvard. Harvard wrote that. Harvard Business Review. So Which you subscribe it, to Chris. Break Polby's. it down for us. So we're talking about the difference between being essential and being involved. So what does it mean to be essential to your business? So to be essential, you've got to give guidance. You've got to give direction. You got to be quick with answers. Uh, you've got to say the what but not the how. So give the what to your employees, but don't give the how to your employees. Let them do it. So give it to them, sit back, answer any questions that they have, be a guide for them, help them whenever they need some guidance, but be blown away by what they, what they come back with. Yeah, because you hired them for this position because you saw something in them that would make them a better office manager than you or a better operations manager than you. Exactly. Your so, job is to make other people look better than yourselves. It's than almost you, like yourself. business owners are supposed to be like, uh, what is that dumb Canadian game called that's not hockey because hockey's cool? <laughs> Uh, the one we're talking about curling, curling, competitive sweeping. That is not uh, dumb. Curling Curling is amazing. My God, what's wrong with you? These old people next, you're going to be like, you guys want to watch the PGA tournament. First of all, curling is a sport. It's competitive sweeping. Anyway, back to my point. You can smoke cigars and drink beer while doing competitively. How is this a bad thing? He also mentioned golf, which you can also smoke cigars and drink. If you can smoke cigars 
and drink booze while you're doing it, it's not a sport. It's a hobby. That's the best kind of sport. And again, unless you're playing It hockey. doesn't take the athletic prowess of a good Dungeons and Dragons match, I know, but still. Uh-huh. So <laughs> business owners need to be like the like curling broom in front of, or sweep or whatever they call Thank it, you. whatever their technical word for it is, their magic broom. They sweep the ice with. You're like smoothing the surface in front of these employees yeah. so that they can do their job the best that they can. Or so not to completely disagree with you, I really like I really like this analogy, but I think the business owner is more like the the stone thrower. So think about it. So they start, they're kind of like they got the stone, they're in the lunch position, they throw it, and then they their hands are off. All they can do is sit back behind that line and say, you know, left, right, uh, sweep harder, sweep slower, what, you know, whatever the terms are. This is a terrible curling terminology. Broom it. Broom. But who's doing... Just stop right now. Who's doing... This metaphor is awesome and you're ruining it. Who's doing the sweeping? It's your employees. They're the mm. ones that are, they're the ones that are, are, you know, actually in front of the stone determining the trajectory to try to get it in at the bullseye. That's exactly what you want your employees to be doing. Okay, what do we say to the the little more uh, salty, let's say, business owner who has tried to delegate in the past and has ended up burned by it, and now they're sort of like, it's going to be me and my pickup truck and no employees forever. Yes. Just, to, just to take off for what he's saying there, let's just – let me just go ahead and end this right and uh, that part of it right here. You are always going to get burned. Yep. When you try to delegate. It's like some 20% point, of your employees cause 80% of your problems. Ooh, a Pareto reference. Got, I like it. Parado. Yes. Yeah. Where's my t-shirt design? Um, so that that's the point that I really want I really want to, and I want you to back me up on this Chris is that you will get burned on delegation. Yep. It, it's just going to happen. And yep. so Build a bridge and get over it. So I actually uh, had uh, them write my, in my notes. I mean, I wrote in my notes. There you go. Um, I actually did write down. So you need to, you need to encourage a, an environment of fail, learn, fail, learn, fail, learn. Because if you do that and if you do that well and you foster that, that it's okay to fail, then it's going to turn into succeed learn succeed learn so you only get to that by failing now that's that's not to say so you know let's <laughs> let's go let's quote mr uh, albert einstein they're just throwing out just like harvard einstein this is the, this is one of our headier podcasts i feel like if you really wanted to impress cody you could throw out tesla but just saying i may there's probably a really good elon musk uh quote out there maybe i don't know um but the meme lord himself. What did what did Einstein say? The definition of insanity is doing the exact same thing over and over again, expecting different results and expecting a different outcome. So, so that's why I don't hire any employees. <laughs> there you go. So, uh, so, uh, so the the big thing is to fail and then to learn. So there are times that you might give something to uh, an employee and it's just not their strength. That's okay. So give it to a different employee. Let them try something different. or And then give that task that you have to do again to a different employee, and they might excel at it. So that's how it's you know fail, learn, fail, learn, because once you do that, you start to delegate more. 
you getting you're getting your your team more involved you're becoming more essential and you're less you're less you're less doing so we're working on the business rather than in the business exactly. as we've said yes. a million times yes so here what about the people out there that are saying like well listen i my this this particular employee has to be my operations manager he's been he or she's been with me the longest they have been there for me from the beginning, but yet my employees are constantly complaining about, you know, work falling through the cracks and things getting missed. What about that? How do you how do you not fire your mm-hmm. most loyal employee, but how do you reassign them? Mm, yeah, in the way that you're talking about. Yeah, that's that's a good question. You know, it might be that, you know, maybe they maybe they need help, and sometimes. So one, hopefully they can start to delegate the work themselves. Maybe you empower them into a position where they can, they can ask for help. Sometimes they, they might need help. They, they, they might need help identifying the areas where they're, where they're falling back on. So that's where you can maybe, you know, temporarily get back involved in your business and then see if that fixes those issues. And then if it does, Hopefully that operations manager will see that, okay, hey, I do I do need some help here. And then you can hire someone, you can move someone, you can uh, sign up for automations, free somebody else up in the company, and then they can help out the operations manager. Um, and so, yeah, so you're not just, step one isn't, well, you're doing a terrible job. We need to fire you, you know? And one thing that's probably important to do here from like an interpersonal perspective is everybody who's in management at your business should be taught these same ideas about delegation yep. because you've promoted this person and been investing in them. You've been telling them to listen to the profit roadmap. You've been having them... Uh, read books, you know, whatever it is that you're doing to invest in their professional life, you're making them better. And so there's no reason to have them doing the lower level things that were the first things you needed off your plate. Yep. They can start to pass those things off. And so it's real important to develop a culture of delegation so that when you come in and you're like, hey, you're struggling, you need to get these things off your plate. They don't become immediately terrified that they're training their replacement. Right. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if you start by showing that, I don't know, you're getting every year you try to focus on 50% of you, you, the, the things that you do. You're the, you're the owner operator right now. And you say, I, 50% of the things that I do, I'm going to try to delegate every year. Well, then you're, you're establishing that culture. So then you hire, you uh, train up an operations manager, and then the, they're going to do the same thing. So what you're doing is you're, you're building an organization. You're building a structure in your company a company where people are not afraid to grab the proverbial shovel and and start digging, just help out whenever they see an issue, not wait to see, uh, well, what do we need to do here or wait to give guidance. Mm -hmm. This is a great example of this. I was talking to a prospect the other day that was looking into uh, obviously purchasing purchasing a software. They're using a manual process right now uh, that's entirely handled by his office manager. And she, these are his words. This is a meal around. like, she's, she's a cocky little so-and-so. She didn't, he didn't say so-and-so, but 
<laughs> she's a cocky little so-and-so <laughs> that thinks that the world and company revolves around her. And I've made the mistake of letting this go on far too long. She's incredibly valuable to me. I don't want to lose her. She read Seth Godin's linchpin and she took care of it. <laughs> she's incredibly valuable to me and I don't want to lose her, but I do want to make her job. I do. And I do, but, but I want to make her job easier to know that, you know what? It doesn't revolve all around her. Yeah. And I can use her and I can use that cockiness. Again, these are his words. I can use that cockiness and in, in, into bigger projects yeah. because right now she's doing our schedule and, a monkey could do that and go back to monkeys from Gibraltar. A monkey can do that in their sleep. So um, I thought his insight for someone who doesn't use a software, because uh, in my, you know, in my experience with talking to folks who do not come from the software background and are looking for solutions potentially uh, don't necessarily have this kind of evolved insight. They know that they need some help yep. and that's why they're, that's why they're coming to us. And that's great. Yep. Uh, but they don't necessarily know what they need. This guy had a very clear direction about where he needed to go. He knew that he had too much uh, on the plate of someone he had delegated to, and that she was in very, you know, despite despite <laughs> despite her uh, her attitude, as it were, <laughs> um, he 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 recognized and appreciated the value that she had to the business. Um, so he the, the task that he tasked me with was I had to sell her on this he's like i got your back i've made a decision this is going to you know service autopilot's going to be the one and it's your job to sell it to her and no pressure no pressure yeah no no kidding right and i was like well why don't you just tell her you're the boss and you just buy it if you've made the decision he's like i need her on board it's a great point it's a great point and so we actually had a really great discussion uh you know just to skip to the end of the story yes they did they did end up becoming members and everything and she it was it was a tough sell. Master salesman because very I had, it was no it was a tough sell because I had to convince her that to your point Cody she wasn't she wasn't agreeing to her replacement coming into the company by and her replacement being the software. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so it, the point I want to make is that going back to what you're talking about if Cody creating a culture of delegation whether that be a person or a process or software, or a piece of equipment, whatever it may be, so that that your employees, particularly the most valuable ones that you've delegated to, feel empowered to yeah. do the same of what you've done f- for them. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, that, that's a good point. You just raised your arms up, like, <laughs> in a question. Do you have a question, Cody? Oh, no, no, no. It was in a, like, gladiator, are you not entertained, like... We just we delegated to you the task of delegating to your employees. Exactly. Boom. Go forth. <laughs> and delegate. Exactly. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Joaquin Phoenix, right? No, that's Russell Crowe. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah, Joaquin Phoenix plays I got a, I got a Commodus, who uh, ended the. Uh, we had we had five good Roman emperors all in a row. And many historians say that Marcus Aurelius's greatest mistake is not murdering his own son so that he wouldn't ruin the empire. History yeah. lesson. He failed. he failed miserably at that. But luckily Hollywood came around a couple centuries later and, and fixed that sort of. 
but not really because it still happened. Uh, he still wrote <laughs> the empire. But Chris, we really appreciate you joining us for another edition of the Profit Roadmap. Thank you guys all out My there pleasure. for listening, sharing, commenting. Please download, subscribe, and review. Tell Cody how stupid his haircut looks because it does Bear, all the don't time. Don't encourage online harassment. This is a bully-free zone. If you say anything about my hair, I will block you and you won't see It's not about bullying. It's about stating factual truths because we're all about truth here on Service Autopilots. Well, we're all about truth here on the Profit Roadmap and we're all about truth at Service Autopilots. You should delegate that haircut out next time. Yeah, please do. I don't cut my own hair. It sure looks like you do. (laughs) And on that note, we appreciate it, Chris. For Cody Owen, I'm Bear Duplissy. Guess what? We'll see you next time.